that the quiet of a thousand nights falls upon your ears, an idea will betray you. Your secrets are not yours alone. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter. Last time on Soul Story. Al, Felix, and Jared are abandoned by their Fry Corps escorts. However, they do offer Al an invitation to join the elite group of mercenaries, should he ever tire of his current company. The brush leads them deeper into the quarantine zone, where danger waits. Jared faces his reflection, and didn't like what stared back. Who could blame him after it reached out to try and kill him? A zombie... Ripe to explode, tried to surprise the gang, but Al, ever the hero, saved the day before the party could take any damage. Felix pressed Rowan for her magical expertise, and we learned she once used to play with dead things. All this leads to the Gate of the Barrows, a place of residence for the brave and the rich. What trouble will the brush lead the Fated to next? What are they even chasing it for? Listen, and you may just find out. All right, so hey guys, welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malathon. Today, I'm joined by Moose, playing Felix. Spencer, playing uh, Jared. Jared, yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Beatbag McGee. Beatbag. Something. Something. <laughs> Bam Bam, playing Albert Long. I'm Logan, playing Rosa. Hi, I'm a nice person with a lot to offer, and I'll be playing Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. It's wow. rude to try and impress them. <laughs> um, uh, and I'm your fate master, and I'm Alex. That's me. Den mother. So we're, it's not game master anymore. It's just den, it's den just mother. Den mother. <laughs> hey, guys. It is hot as hell where we're recording. It's about 97 degrees, and I am shoving two people in a very small room. You may hear a fan. You may hear... Weird water sounds, or us rubbing ourselves down with washcloths. It is perfectly normal. It's- Fan art, please. <laughs> it's just really hot. I just, Thank I just you. have to cut in and say, uh, my brain, because I am, I'm attempting to think like Al, because we are recording. Uh, heard I'm trying to shove two people in a very small hole. Oh, uh, and I just. I I don't. <laughs> I was just very confused. That's weird. I was like, no, no, no. That is not what she said. Please fix he yourself. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, can you imagine us rubbing ourselves down? Because we're not wearing a whole lot of clothing. There's a whole lot of cleavage. It's yeah, good. most of it's for me. It's true. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! There's a lot of cleavage happening right now. Could be. You don't Could know. Be. You're not you don't here. Know. <laughs> cleavage is gross. I will. Uh, there well, it is. I found it. Oh well, I'll put it away. Then. <laughs> you can't. It's just there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have cleavage in a turtleneck. I can't help it. <laughs> Our Lady of Perpetual Cleavage. Yep. So much Snapchat is uh, at the... <laughs> Anyways, we're playing a game. Let's play. So you guys see Felix wind up to do this spell thing. And it does not work. There's a lot of people around. He has a headache. This never happens to him. Do you guys want to respond at all? Do you guys want to try and attack the hawk? I think Rowan just kind of raises an eyebrow. That judgy face. <laughs> Alright, so the brush leads onwards. 
you're hearing more activity in this neighborhood than you did the other one. Uh, you hear some people shouting, but it's not really close by. It's not directed at you. You notice there's some mercenaries walking around, but they don't also seem to be too interested. If they look at you, they say you're not a threat. They kind of eyeball the weird thing that you're following, but they seem pretty disengaged as well. Maybe they're just not paid enough. Maybe it's just a lazy after lazy evening. I need Senior Jared to give me an intelligence check. Oh boy! All right, this or, a, be or a history, whichever one you. If you have the history skill, use history. If not, use your intellect. Could I substitute history for intimidation? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. All right, then I guess we'll play it your way. Um, that would be a nine. A nine of crows. That's fine. You remember as everyone's kind of walking ahead of you. Mm-hmm. There's another very important part. God, I'm not too far away from the mic. Another very important part of the the burrows is that there's a elitist shooting gallery that happens at the rooftops of these buildings. They are called the Silvercrest Sharpshooters. And basically anyone with money can talk to the guild and they can come and hang out because this is a primary undead area and practice some, some shooting. They sometimes hit living people. The guild don't care so much because they're getting a little extra money. You know you are quickly approaching one of those neighborhoods mm-hmm. as the brush is going through it. Like it's clear that it's going to take you through that area. God, I'm trying to think of how he would... Because, like, uh, man, I don't know. Because I feel like because I have that information, I should do something with it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Jared, even though he doesn't, like, like, even though he doesn't have a lot of faith in people or the guilds, he doesn't like rich people, blah, blah, blah. I feel like he has enough faith that they won't get, like, (laughs) that they won't get into trouble. To the point where I don't think he's, like, got, yeah, because in his current mindset, like, I think he's still focused on the fucking thing where Satan tried to pull him through a goddamn, like, mirror. <laughs> like, so I feel like he's, like, I feel like it's like, oh, yeah, it's this place. But, like, I think in his mind, he's like, oh, yeah, they're just going to do their thing and we'll do ours. Okay. Um. So I think I was the wrong person to get that check. Yeah. You're really the only person to get that check. Since it's a yeah. guild event, that's mm-hmm. kind of not a main event. Like, it's not advertised necessarily. It's just advertised to people with money. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> we should be fine, he says, as being accompanied by Al. <laughs> <laughs> you guys keep pushing. And you hear it. You hear the first bullet whiz past. I missed you guys. Sweet. And then there's another. And I need everyone to start giving me a bait checks. One to start out with. So I'll go first. Do I have that skill? Probably not. What kind? It's a bait. So if you don't have it, it's a straight flip. Rosa got a 10. I got a 7, but I don't know where my sticky notes is, so I forgot what this was. Oh, it's uh, crows. Oh. Crows. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And thank you also. 
I got uh, 11. Of mass. And I have yes. a four of tops. Rowan. Uh, yes. A bullet hits you. It grazes right over your shoulder, really close to your neck. More of a graze, thank God. Go ahead and take a point of damage. Uh, we, we'd see this happen, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Al, you take a bullet as it oh, hits shit. and it again grazes your thigh. Take a point of damage. Felix, you feel this bullet pass through you. Not pass through, it makes contact. And that's something you weren't expecting. In all of your ghostly experience recently, you didn't really connect that. Oh, bullets might actually hurt. And they do. Sweet. As it lodges itself, we'll say arm. It's like right through the, the meaty part of your bicep. Okay. And you can feel it sitting there. Uh, and you'll take a point of damage as well. Okay. And you guys realize you are being shot at from the rooftops. The rooftops? The rooftops. rooftops. This will continue. I'm going to give you guys a beat here to decide what you're doing, and then we'll do another debate check for everybody. On the nearest roof, <laughs> can I see the people? Give me a noise check. That is a five of tomes. Not even like a glint of silver. Wherever they're perched up, it's just a little bit out of your sight. Um, I'm probably going to check to see if I can see them as well. Okay. I have an eighth. You would see, and it looks like a duo. It's like someone's watching over another person shooting. Jared, who was not shot, is um, from where he was, square in the middle. Like, what? It like, what are cover options around him? Like, like I like. You guys are in a house neighborhood, so it would be diving yeah. into a yard. It could be running out of the neighborhood again. That would probably be an option that you would know is. Oh shit! At this point, we probably should just run, run and get out of this gallery. Hmm. But for the most part, even if you go in the yards, you could still be seen somewhere by a different rooftop. There isn't really complete coverage anywhere. Yeah, okay, so he's going to duck into the nearest yard, and then mm-hmm. he's going to shout out to team, we gotta start moving the fuck back. So, yeah, he's like, I don't think he brought his shotgun, did he? Nope. Nope, yeah, so, uh, because I, I think at this point, like, I was going off of, it got wet and he hasn't cleaned it, so I'm just going off of, it's useless. And you said he hit better anyways? He does. He, he definitely, definitely does. Okay. Is there um, anything in the road that we're walking down? No. Okay. She'll probably hop onto the nearest porch that she can get to. You'll have to run through a yard to do that, but you can do that, separate the group, group further. So Al is going to cover Rowan gonna be like Rowan get down and then kind of like look around in front of her and yeah okay give me that notice check uh as a seven of masks you're not gonna see the same place that Rowan does but there's another grouping this time two shooters one guardian watching over them on a different rooftop nearby and then I need everyone to give me another evade check I got a seven a seven of rams I have a uh, 11 of tomes I have a two uh, I got 11 of, not tomes, this is crows. Yep. Rusa got a four of rams. Okay. Rowan, you take another shot. And this one's going to be, um, we'll, we'll say, like, it's actually like a real shot this time. It sticks in you. So go ahead and take another point of damage. And then Rosa, from a different direction than what the other shots are coming from. You take a shot uh, to your foot, 
and that'll be a point of damage. And it's not like a bona fide critical or anything. Just know that your character part will have a limit for until he gets healed. And then Spencer, you also get hit from a gun from a different direction. Shit. And that's going to be just say another an arm. Leg's actually a really bad place to get shot, by the way. <laughs> I think it's just bad to get shot in, in general. general. <laughs> well, there's like a big arm in <laughs> yeah. the leg. Uh, where, so we'll see your where, left arm. Where in the arm? You left said arm. that as I was saying. Forearm. Yeah. Okay. Because that sounds like it go. would suck. Okay, so no punching with lefty. Yeah. Right, it would great. suck. We'll start with Felix again. Cool. Where's the brush going? It's going forward. It is trying to move forward without you guys. Felix on the right side of the road. Okay. How many houses are on the right side going forward out of the gallery. We'll save three. Okay. I am going to attempt to summon a gaiman up on top of that roof on the last house. Okay. Where you're running towards or yes. away he, from you? Um, I'm running towards the brush. Okay. And I'm going to try to distract. Okay. It was a seven MS. What do you need to launch it? I need anything tomes. Cheat. Nothing? Nope. Ah. So I'm just going to run. Okay. Yeah. You lift your hand to try and do it, and it fizzles again. You grind your teeth without it, and you start running. Cool. Rowan. I have a question. Yes. I can heal. Can I heal myself? Yes. Okay. I would say that if you heal, you can't run. Great. So she just got hit in the leg, so she's probably going to hit the deck. Okay. And then try to, like, get up and start to move again. Okay. I'm cool with that. I'm going to say pure adrenaline. I'm not going to make you guys do checks to make sure you run right or that you can get up. I can say you can start moving along to maybe a little slower pace than him, but you'll be able to try to get out of danger. I, God, what is my, okay, so it's bad. I wanted to see what my doctor's skill was because I feel like it's, it's bad. It's, it's a, it is a big old zero. He has it. He's just no good at it. He's at like half health. I think I want to try healing him up if possible. Um, but no, because he's being shot where he is in the yard. So he's not even in cover. You would just kind of like pull a bullet out just to get a new one. Oh, this sucks. This sucks. All right. Jared did his part. He told people to leave. Um, now I think he's going to book. I think he's going to uh, hold his hand over his big old forearm wound. And I think he's going to start charging back as best he can. So you're running in the opposite direction. He is, he is running back the way they came. Away from bullets. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Don't say it like that. <laughs> uh, just rush to see um, Jared start running. Yeah, you see both. You see the split happening. Are we all running in different directions? I'm going to say someone's running north, someone's running south, just to keep it easy. Uh, well, before Rosa runs in the direction that Jared's running, uh, she's going to yell out, fucking pendejos, and just fucking start running. Limping, actually, I guess. Rowan, I know, like, was, like, 
hunkering down, but like not moving, hunkering down or running? It's just that she biffed it because she got shot and she picked herself up and started running again. Okay. Um, so then Al will kind of like follow behind and I guess take like, if he can, take like a blind shot, just possibly cover fire towards like the roof. Okay. So do you want to move or do you want to shoot? I will shoot. That is an 11. Uh, oh, you just told me. I'm so sorry. Crows. Uh, so it's an 11 of crows. You shoot. And it nicks one of the, the people who's actually shooting at you. And he hears them go, oh, what the fuck? Pissed. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and do another round of evades. Um, I have a 12 of rams. Whoa. No. I have a six. I have no. a six of masks. Oh, it's terrible. I have a seven. Tomes. Of tomes. I have the 10 of mask. I got a two. A two of rams. Top of us. It's going to be Rosa. Another shot clips you, grazes you. We're going to say your right arm. Lucy, though, because yours was high. Yours was high seven. Oh, seven? Oh, that's that's what it was. Yours. Yours gets a shot as well. We're going to say it's another one close to your shoulder. Same shoulder. Okay. Another point of damage. Jared. Yo. You'll take another point of damage. I bet. And this one actually hamstrings you. Nice. Oh, no. no. So you crumple to the ground, unable to move. And I'm going the other way. Sweet. Thanks, I hate it. Felix, I'm going to say, you get out of the shooting gallery, you hear the noise cracking behind you, but you can tell they're not focused on you anymore. Rowan, same thing. You're pretty you're pretty close to him, even though you're limping. You could hear the cracking, but you can't have this moment of respite of, oh, thank God we got out of there. And you can take this moment to breathe and hope your other friends catch up. Do we still get reactions? Yeah. Can I doctor her? Yes. Yeah, she would probably, as soon as she knows she's out of danger, she's hitting the in the ground. Okay, that's fine. Hello, doctor. Oh, shit. That's a lot of doctor. <laughs> uh, 12. Thanks, because this hurts that's like an eight. <laughs> That's an 18 of masks for doctor. Yeah, yeah. Three wounds. Oh. Back to you. So nothing fucking happens. Yeah. I feel like you just, like, ghosted in, picked out the bullet. Yeah, just... <laughs> and, like... <laughs> and I cauterized it with cold. Ooh. You're welcome. Heebie-jeebies. Jared, you are on the ground. You can't move. The pain is so blinding at this point. Mm-hmm. There's also a part of you that knows if you just sit there and don't move... I will probably get shot again. Maybe they'll stop shooting because you were on the ground like a corpse. That is an option maybe, you have. Maybe if they shoot me again, I'll gain a wound, like a double <laughs> negative. <laughs> <laughs> You're real, real lucky. What would you like to do? God, okay, so... I want to say that, like, I don't think he's above playing dead. I keep thinking about it. Like, because I keep wanting him to be like, nah, you wouldn't run from this. It's like, no, he totally would. <laughs> if he was going to fucking die, he would run. He's not a fucking idiot. Run, you um, coward. So I think the second he feels, like, the, the heat of the bullet, like, pass through his leg, I think he's going to make no effort to guard himself against the ground. So he's not gonna like put his hands out or anything. I I think he's going to roll forward and just crumple and like hit the ground. And I think that he's gonna like hit it hard. It's not gonna be pleasant, but I think he's going to sell the oh you got me. <laughs> Rosa, you see him dip it. Maybe he's dead, maybe he's not. Do you try to help him or do you run past him? Uh Rosa keeps limping along. Jared will remember that. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, I'm going to say, Rosa, that you're also get out of there. I'm assuming, uh, unless I need to make a notice for it, but do I see Jared go down? No, I'm going to say in the interaction with you guys, you, you're keeping tabs on each other. You see him go down. So I sprint to Jared. I would make you guys do another evade, but they need to reload. Hey, we looked, I could have kept running. <laughs> no, I couldn't have. I was fucking, I could have kept crawling. That's that's more pathetic. I'm cool with playing dead. So I'm gonna have Felix run here out of the scene. Yep. Spencer, Al comes running over to you. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So Jared's hope, uh, so even though Rosa passed he didn't care, his his thing was to play dead. If his buddies bought it, that was probably a good sign. Um seeing Seeing Al run into the open, however, like down the line of fire to get to him, Jared is going to, uh, I I think he's going to stir. He's going to punch the ground really hard uh, because he's upset um, as one does. I don't know. I'm fucking out of it. Uh, (laughs) Try to pull himself up because, you know, he uh, is wants to show that he's not dead. Yeah, he's going to shout to Al. Get the fuck out of the street. Rosa, I'm going to say you made it out of the scene. Al will attempt to scoop his ass up. Not without you, you fucking idiot. Uh, and yeah, he's going to try to scoop Jer up and go with him. We see Al heaving Jared's body out of the shooting range. You're going to be just fine, buddy. Al somehow still sounds cheerful, despite the massacre they only nearly avoided. Jared with reluctance, holds on to Al, knowing damn well he can't walk on his own. Not like this. Not until the dot can patch him up. Thanks. Jared grumbles once the pot shots are only a distant sound. Yeah, well, I'm your huckleberry. Al smirks and looks around for their other companion. Rosa stands not too far away, testing how much weight she can put on her wounded foot. She nods towards the men, her emotionless features making it difficult to tell if she cared at all about their survival. The trio do their best to staunch the blood flow. Jer's the first to speak up. We, uh, lost the other two. He manages to state the obvious in case anyone was unaware. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Al begins, trailing off as a familiar tug on his mind pulls his attention away. He faintly hears Rosa go off about how stupid they were to wander down that street. Jared isn't so lucky to avoid the tirade. The pole whispers without a voice, coaxing Al to round the corner with his friends. All he has to do is listen to the voice, and he will see Rowan and Felix again. Come on, they're this way. Al doesn't wait for their approval, already moving Jared's arm around his shoulders. Rosa looks between the two of them as if to silently ask, What makes you so sure? Al shakes his head. You wouldn't believe me even if I told you. (laughs) The bounty hunter pondered as he guided his friends through the back alleys if he was making a deal with Lucifer himself by accepting this help. It doesn't feel quite so sinful, and yet, what deal with the devil ever does? Meanwhile, Rowan and Felix can only sit for so long. Do you think they're safe? Rowan pressed, watching the doc tend her injuries. Her worries made her speak softly with vulnerability, but determination was set in her features. 
Felix sighed, looking over his shoulder at the now quiet street. Maybe. Maybe not. We, however, have a mission. Ever the gentleman, he extends a hand to Rowan to help her stand. A moment of reluctance later, and she took the offering. That we do. I hope wherever they are, they're safe. If Al's with them... Well... Rowan had intended on inspiring hope, but the reality of the situation set in. The sooner we find her, the sooner we find them. As you wish. Felix tips his head. For a moment, Rowan considered that she was playing into his wishes by pushing forward. Either way, she had to see this through. The brush leads them to a smaller neighborhood filled with quaint homes, if you could call them that. Run down and lacking in curb appeal, the rich do not live here. This is where those feeding off the curiosity for the undead reside. Unheeded by further traps or dangers, the faded make their way to a house in the middle of the street, slightly more manicured than the others. The brush floats to the front door, shivers, and then falls with a clatter to the ground. Rowan and Felix arrive first, although Al, Jared, and Rosa aren't far behind. Does someone knock? No, I open the door. If it's open. It's open. And the first thing you see when you open it is a headless body. It doesn't rush towards you. It's pretty stoic. The, the neck is there. It tilts its head. Or what would have been its head. You can see that muscle twitch of a curious tilt. And it kind of spins in a circle. Pats itself before bowing to you guys. I'll bow back. Rowan will kind of muster out a curtsy. It waits. You guys are like, hey, follow me. In a very butler manner. Of is it in a Yep, it is in a servant uniform. It is dirty. It is grimy. It's not new. It's not bloodied. But it's definitely not like the freshest guard ever. Okay. Uh, the house that you guys see, you um, walk in the front door, and to the left is uh, the circular kind of room, and that's where the dining room is. And really to your right, you see the kitchen. Uh, there's a stair set, or set of stairs that go up. And kind of under the stairs is a parlor. Uh, and then there's a living room, too. Uh, it's, it's very small, very squat, but it's it's still trying to maintain. Um, you also notice that some of the glass panes are broke. Some of the, the posts. Posts. A few of those are missing or broken, but doesn't look precarious. Someone's clearly tried to make this homely, despite its decrepit nature. There it is. Thank you. And it starts walking upstairs. Uh, I will follow. I will try to take Rowan's hand. I was just going to say <laughs> To not be separated. Okay. I'll quietly, as I can. Miss Rowan, keep your eyes on the creature. I will look elsewhere. And while I'll continue walking forward and peripheral the stairs, mm-hmm. but I'm going to notice at the best I can around us to see if there's anything... I won't even make you do a check for it. Okay. It's a home. It doesn't seem to stand out anyway. Can you in particular get a like an aftertaste? A LaCroix flavor of magic. Sweet. <laughs> you can't really quite tell what it is, but you know there's magic that was here. There's an undead zombie. Yeah. Redundant. Like you could probably assume it's necromancy, but you, you it's hard for you to grasp onto what it was. It's not palpable. Exactly. 
And then our other crew, Rosa, Al, Jared, you see the door left open, and you see your two friends walking up the stairs as you kind of enter the premise. Uh, Al, Al would just kind of like call after them, you know, like, uh, uh, guys, what the fuck's going on? Felix would not respond. Rowan would probably like turn around as she's still going up the stairs to give him like a shh, 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 fuck up noise and then kind of a, a beckoning. Uh, and then he, I like, I'm like supporting Jared at this point, I assume, right? Yes. So, I mean, unless he tries to like, you, you know, resist towards it, but I, I will kind of lead him to follow. Um, I would say Jared isn't in a state to <laughs> resist. So he's just kind of lazily going with it. He's been having a rough patch, but yes, he is, he is not shying away from using Al as support. Uh, Rosa looks really frustrated and, um, will roll her eyes and push past, uh, Benjamin and Jared to get into the house and look for a chair or something to sit down. You'd be able to find a living room. And take a seat there. It's a normal living room. Maybe a little. Some some of the couches are overstuffed. They're kind of peeking out a certain rough patches from from where. But it's a perfectly normal living room. Nothing too suspicious. Yeah, I mean, she'll just sit down and be really frustrated with her limp in her foot. Sounds good. You guys keep walking up the stairs. You get to the second floor. There's more closed doors. Uh, still small. There's only maybe three closed doors. And he keeps going up the stairs to the next floor. Do you keep following? Yes. Yeah. And Alan Jared, do you keep following? Uh, I mean, unless Jared tries to stop me, I am following behind them because I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of just like, well, Al, yeah, he's just like not sure what's going on. Jared is much the same way. As much pain as he is in, he is not going to be the one that stops the train. Um, so if... If they are all moving, he will keep up. This undead servant climbs the last staircase. It's a small landing, and he opens up the door and bows. And Usher like, like, you may go. Enter this room. Inside is a very, very small laboratory. There's a few shelves of books. There is a table with apothecary stuff. There is a single electric chair. There is, above the apothecary, a map with some writings on it. And there's also a book that's on the apothecary table. Uh, also two bookshelves. It's very cramped for what it is, but it's kept tidy. At this, I will let go of Rowan's hand, seeing as there's nowhere else to go. And step in. Rowan's going to be right behind him. Um, as you take notes of the room, you know the book on the table is Briar's Journal. Jared Al. Um, uh, I mean, if we see them go like into that, like whatever the room is, or will we see like the headless guy standing there? Oh yeah, you see him. Uh, because I mean, I definitely like I would stop upon seeing him, and be like, "What the fuck?" Probably uh, audible enough, like if for the other two to hear, possibly, but just yeah, no like secret. He just, "What the fuck is that?" And just, just stop. 
God, Jared is naked right now because he needs he needs to hold on to Al for support. So his other arm is basically dangling and he can't move. So his instinct is to get ready to punch this fucking thing. <laughs> but he can't. So I think he's he's having some kind of crisis right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I I think uh I think his arm his arm is going to tense around Al in a completely completely hetero way. No, oh my god. Jesus Christ. It's just it's it's so god fearing that it you know, it, it just it hurts. It's Spencer. It's okay. We got it, man. Are it's you, okay. I, I, can, I can I can keep going, but I, I feel like I feel like we all got the gist. I'm going to get so much hate now. All right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, do you walk into the room, or do you stay there staring at the headless servant? Uh, I mean, well, because other than them kind of like going up and then I guess disappearing into the room, the only thing Al has. Is just a headless man now standing there, and he has no idea what he's supposed to do. I would like to say he would continue, but there's no way. He would just be like, what is happening? What do I do? So it's Felix and Rowan in the room. Rowan, what would you like to do? I would probably approach the book immediately and whisper prayer under my breath, go right up to it. And when you it. read it, I want you to read it out loud. Okay. <clears throat> January 1st, 05. I can still hear the fireworks. Rowan and Alice were busy as I anticipated. It's for the best. I want them safe. Leaving my family is the hardest thing I've done in my entire life. I'll miss Alice's laugh and the way Rowan smiles. They're both so innocent. They don't understand how dark our world truly is. I must protect them. I must find that it's intelligible. Until then, San Pedro promised he would keep an eye on my sisters. I'm so lucky to have him in my life. April 28th, 05. My search is on hold due to lack of funding. I've watched my script all but burn away. Living in the boroughs is inexpensive, but my supplies are. Any and every failure may as well be throwing bills out the window. Failure must stop being an option. The good news is that Mr. Alexander Barrows has heard about Peter. He's impressed with my message that resulted in such a loyal pet. I'm to bring him to his wife's next gathering. I'm not sure if he thinks of us as circus freaks willing to perform at his whim. He will pay well, however. Hopefully this cough has gone by then. I'm working on a pet for my sisters. Perhaps that will be enough to convince them that I'm alive and well. June 3rd, 05. It seems any hopes of continuing my search are dwindling. I am bedridden by the man in my life. A little blood is hardly reason for concern when you work with the dead. June 25th, 05. Cicero called for the doctor once again. Consumption. July 3rd, 05. It's come to this. When I pass from this world, I have asked Cicero to burn my corpse. I won't have any knave with a blade and curiosity take my body. I've seen some of the creations they have made. Pitiful. My books, my studies, my research are to be passed to my sisters. I'm not sure if they will find it useful. 
Rowan's talent for healing others may be counter to mucking with the dead. Alice has always been better with glamours and enchantments, but I won't let my work fall into the hands of novices. Sisters, I love you. I always will. Officer Cicero San Pedro promised me he would keep you safe. I trust him and you can too. Be well. So she's kind of grasping onto the book with this, with all she can. Like she's trying to hold on to Briar. You guys, anyone who's paying attention, would witness mm-hmm. uh, Rowan read this book. I won't say it was out loud in character unless that's something she would do, but while she's reading that, Felix. While she is preoccupied, I am looking for any sensation of that silky Delilah magic, because I think that's what we're following. It's gone. It's been gone since the brush went dead. I was just seeing if there's anything else. Yeah. Um, then he would go to the books and see what they had to offer. Books are more typical of fashion of what a resurrectionist would keep. Uh, a lot of anatomy, a lot of science, biology. Uh, there's nothing relicy here. Very hodgepodge. A few journals that were more science-based than personal. I would say the only thing that would stand out to you as you're looking for stuff would be the map by the apothecary table. Kythera is circled, and there uh, off the corner reads Grave Spirit. I'll just rip that down. Okay. At this point, Al and Jared, you hear footsteps behind you, and it's a average-sized man. He has a hat that has his brim low, has a gesture on, collar high. But even so, you can tell that... Um, the skin on his face is mostly gone. You can see the muscle structure that keeps his jaw together. You're late. He doesn't enter the room. He waits outside with Jared and Al. So I'll let them react first if they so choose. Al, uh, at like seeing him and also knowing, like, uh, did uh, well first? Did Rowan read it out loud, or was she it just did. kind of like to herself? She did. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I'll uh, I'll take a moment to tell you, it clicks. This brush wasn't following Alice as you had hoped. This was following Briar. And while you've never met Briar, it still is that moment of stillness. The Everything gets so quiet. As that little hope that Alice might be okay dwindles, extinguishes. You spent this evening finding the wrong sister. And you hear the creaking footsteps behind you and you hear the ragged breathing of Jared, who's trying to keep his composure. And it's just still so quiet. So still. As you have this realization. Can no one hear what's going on? Yeah, it's all pretty close. Do I recognize the voice? No. I think at this point, Rowan hits the floor. She's sobbing. San Pedro is the one that tries to move past Jared and Al. Gives them like a, it's a genuine, but it's a comforting like pat on the back of, I'm so sorry for your loss without so many words. And he enters the room, completely oblivious to Felix as he aims for Rowan. And he, he kneels down and takes your hands and tries to tries to help you up as gentle as possible. You're able to see, because you can see under his brim, no eyelids. His eyes are, his eyeballs are still there, red and dry from 
all the irritation that would happen. He has these beautiful, just honey brown eyes that you could just melt into. He doesn't smile. It would be hard to tell anyways, but he gives your hands a squeeze. I'm so sorry for your loss. I feel like even though she's grieving and kind of in this, in the grip of this loss, so she pulls her hands away, but she doesn't move all the way and just kind of nods. You would recognize his uniform? He's a death marshal. Everyone would recognize that this is a death marshal. Oh. He doesn't seem to care an ounce about you. Felix, making the realization, is going to about face and leave, <laughs> and then see Jared and go, oh fuck, and start doctoring him. <laughs> Peter, the hand servant, head servant, <laughs> strains up and tries to assist you in the best way that he can. He's like looking oh. at your stuff and he's, he doesn't know what to do, but he, it's clear he wants to help. I'll motion like this, wondering if he can see me. He does. And I just start placing things in from my bag. I'm going to start suturing and I'm going to doctor while this happens. This man is pretty stoic. And he nods. You, you don't know me, but I have been watching over you when I can, making sure that Briar stayed safe here. I had to take, take up being a mercenary for Mr. Burroughs. The last thing she asked me was to make sure you were safe and that you received her studies, and I will follow that to my grave. You have her eyes. It's good to see them again. Tears are streaming down her face as she's clutching this book in one hand. I think she goes to reach out with the other and takes his hand. Just thank you for protecting my sister when I couldn't. Takes your hand, gives it a squeeze, and, and reaches out to like brush away some of those tears, but hesitates because last time you he tried to engage a physical thing you weren't into it so he takes his hand back it was an honor the world took her from us too soon i would suggest though that you don't linger here and um i need everyone to give me a resilience check before that i have a 19 of crows for oh, my shit. doctor yeah no i'm gonna say you're able to stitch him up just fine uh that limp is still gonna be there uh, you won't be able to put a lot of weight on it, but it's not nearly as bad. Okay. He doesn't have to rely on Al anymore. Okay. What would have Al have done? Okay. Uh, San Pedro would, uh, barring Rowan, like gripping onto him, he would move over for you. She's kneeling. She's in a crouch, sort of. She looks up at Al and kind of, you know, puts her hand on the side of his face, nods, says, thank you. And then she kind of leans around to look at San Pedro to see if he can give her any other guidance. I'm sorry, like, I, I got nothing for you. If you need an escort back, I can make sure you get back, but I'm not returning to the guild. She nods and says, do you have anything I can pack Briar's books or his things in? He nods. I'll, I'll be back. And he disappears to find a milk crate. <laughs> Rowan kind of takes this moment to take comfort in Al being there. She gives herself a little moment of weakness. And then she kind of pulls it together again, starts to get up. 
she shakes her head. And then it kind of dawns on her that she has another sister again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So at this point, she's kind of rushing to get all of Briar's books together. Is it even safe for her to take those? Yeah. I will notice we're missing one and go down the stairs. Okay. We will go down the stairs. You, you pass by San Pedro, who has now an empty box. I stop on the second floor. I want to investigate the closed rooms. Yeah, um, it's really easy. One of them's a storage room. It, again, doesn't have anything of worth. Just a storage area. Broken furniture. Junk. Junk. Uh, and then there's two bedrooms. One of them has the door open now. Presumably that's where San Pedro was. And then there's another room that is neatly made. Oddly pristine. Like someone came in and cleaned up after it. Not necessarily in nature um, but again nothing of notes nothing precious or okay. worth investigating cool then to Rosa I go Rosa you see the doctor the good doctor <laughs> Rosa um, is actually uh, she's got her head all the way back she's like sleeping sitting up or trying to get her eyes closed I guess maybe she's sleeping maybe she's not I don't know I'll rouse her Miss Rosa Rosa Tap, 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 tap. She's, she's really groggy and she'll uh, open her eyes and be like, what? Are you still wounded? Um, uh, yeah. My foot. They shot my foot. Let me fix it. And she'll wince. Doctor! Oh, that's not as good. It's only a seven of crows. It's still over a five, yeah. so it's a success. Uh, Rosa, you will gain back one wound. Is it benign enough that I can be like, oh, yeah, it's a wrap. Okay. You are fixed. It's, I would say there's still a lip because you got shot in the fucking foot, but yeah. it's not the Im- impeded okay. way. Wowie. <laughs> She'll probably close her eyes again while he's doing that. San Pedro brings you the box. Mm-hmm. Again, he's quiet. He's not really a talker. Uh, he, he offers the box. Do you, how, how can I help you? I think she would just kind of take the box and say, this is all I need. I'm going to take Briar's things. And then we'll go. He nods. I'll, I'll wait downstairs. But then he turns to Al and tries to grip grip his arm again, that, that comforting, like, hey, bud, kind of grip. Um. So, like, after he does that, like, does he, is he still kind of, like, in the room? I guess then Pedro wouldn't move out of the room right away. He would... Kneel just like he kneeled for for Rowan, and tries to examine your face. I didn't know you knew Briar. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, yeah, Briar's uh, Alice's sister. She and I are close. Um, uh, have you seen her around? Last I saw or heard, she was starting a new shop. I, I've only been handling matters this side of the wall. What happened? What happened? I'm not sure. What? And then he turns around. What happens? As she's packing, she's 
using the packing now as like a mechanism to cope. Mm-hmm. She can. This is something she can do. This is something that's going to prevent her from collapsing again and worrying about Alice. The guilt. And you see his jaw shift. Intense. And he pushes himself off the ground. I guess I will be going back to the guild then. I'll find out what happened to Alice. I'll do whatever I can to get her out of there. I promise, I promise you. Rowan kind of puts both the books down, turns, grabs him by the arm. Weird stuff. Zombie material be damned. <laughs> Come back safe. A promise is a promise after all. And he looks down at Al. And even though, Al, you've never seen San Pedro, you still heard that little tidbit from the journal. You know he's kind of been this guardian angel for for Alice, for Rowan, for Briar. And so he knows of you. I will tell you as soon as I know anything about it. But for now, don't rush anything. Do your best to act like everything's normal. And I will I will get us some answers. Rowan nods and just says, thank you. Yeah. No, I am. Uh... Thanks. Just, if you hear anything, please, let me know. Anything you can do to help, I'd, uh, I'd really appreciate it. San Pedro will nod. I'll help. Until then, let's get you guys away from this awful place. Once he knows that you guys are packed up and ready to go, he'll start moving. He'll walk, walk down the stairs. And once you guys pass Peter, Peter will follow you as well. Rowan grabs the books. She's holding them like close to her chest as much as she can in the box. And just follow San Pedro right down. Hey, uh, Rowan? She stops and makes eye contact. I never told her. She takes an arm off the box of books and puts it on Al's shoulder. I know. Yeah. I'll kind of just stand there and do that whole look off into nothingness. So she's kind of squeezing his arm sympathetically and says, I know. Let's go find her. So she's going to grab him by the by the wrist, I think. And then just kind of try to pull him along. Jared, you're seeing all this. Unless you mm-hmm. went down the stairs with Rose and everything. I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have gone down the stairs. But I think Jared is keeping himself on the outskirts of this. I think uh, all the magic and zombie and science shit is... Uh, above his pay grade he doesn't like it and obviously you know two of the you know group members are like noticeably having you know moments he he is at least respectful enough to kind of like he's he's in the background checking what felix did to fix him up yeah i i, I like i again i know it's kind of you know, putting him on the back burner. 
but I don't feel he would be trying to interject. Yeah, if that if that follows. So, again, sorry to rush it, but we're going to have a nice little... I'm going to say you guys group up again. San Pedro leads you guys back through. And this time he takes you ways that are sneakier, more about alleys. And it's clear he knows his way around the group of burrows. Burrows? Burrows. Uh, he knows his way around the quarantine zone, even once you get hit to uh, Powderburg again. He still knows. And then you guys hit the gate, and he hollers up, and he gets their attention. They're like, oh. And they like lift their hats and kind of rub their eyes. Like, San Pedro, is that you? And there's some dialogue back and forth that like, he's been missing for a while. Uh, Rosa, this is at some point you, you heard about him being missing when you were digging through your files. Mm-hmm. Until the name was said, really. You, it wouldn't have been a, a huge notice to you, but you at least read about him being gone for a while. Okay. But they, they let him back in, eager, in fact. They thought this man was dead. Um, he says that he rescued these civilians and that he's going to take them to the guild to face proper punishment. But once you guys are out of sight, he takes you to the, obviously take you to the guild. I would say Peter does follow you guys. <gasps> Do you, does anyone do anything? Because you know that there's the lights that will stop anything undead. What do you guys do? And he's headless. <laughs> um, I would, oh shit. For risk of being seen myself, mm-hmm. I'm going to take my high collared kind of officer coat off mm-hmm. and put it over and kind of like hunch him so it's maybe I'm helping him. Where is his head? I'm kind of this amorphous blob of two people. Okay. So I'm going to cover his neck and like guards are so excited to see San Pedro, a fan favorite of some <laughs> officers, apparently, but they don't even notice. Cool. They, they usher everyone through the gate and Peter kind of stops and you feel his form turning towards the, the blue light, but you're able to move him right along. It's a little janky, but you're able to get him to follow. If I may. On our way out, I would have grabbed the brush. Okay. Yeah, of course. I'm going to say you guys return to the Three Sisters. That's probably where he takes you guys. It's just right back to the Three Sisters. And he plants a zombie kiss on top of Rowan's head. You know, tries to pet your hair. It's a little awkward just because he wasn't close to you. But he's still, he's been watching over you. He feels this innate closeness to you. She lets him. I need to report in, it seems. I'll do some sniffing around. I'll visit when I can. Be careful. Always. And he turns to Al and says, I I won't be able to watch as closely as I used to. Take care of Rowan for me, won't you? Yeah, no, of course. I'll, uh, I'll make sure I keep an eye on her. I think there's the rest of you guys. You got her to me. We got her to Briar's house, safe and sound. I'm not sure how you found us. and Honestly, I don't want to know. But I wish you all safe travels and good health. I will. British company, salute him. Rosa almost closes her eyes because she's tired. I would say at this point, it's daybreak. Is hitting that dawnish point 
you guys got out pretty late. It was a long evening. The sun is starting to peek over. The colors in the sky are changing. <laughs> he, he tips his hat to you guys and marches towards the horizon. Rowan. So Rowan probably turns to everyone and says, I wouldn't have been able to find Briar without you. It isn't much, but I can at least give you some money for your trouble. And so out of this pocketbook, she takes enough to feed each other. No, I, I can't take your money. And I'll, like, try to give it back. She makes you take it. Felix is going to hand his back. In return, if you meet, and he'll gesture to his bag and open it and show you the brush, her again. Seek me out here, and he'll hand you his card with his address. She takes it. And at that, he's going to hurry home. Uh, Rosa takes the money and um, just like has it in her open palm, and uh, very sleepily she'll say, uh, Donde puedo dormir? Rowan nods. She'll look around and say, uh, where? What is, what is she looking for? I don't know. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> she, uh, she's going to say sleep. Where can I sleep? Oh, yes, of course. And so she beckons to one of her like head girls and takes... Rosa to a, a room that's clean, isn't been used, that sort of thing. Clean, safe spot. So Jared, being uh, poor, very, <laughs> very miserably poor, and without a job, he he pockets the money, and um, he's in a great deal of pain, but he tries to present himself in a, you know, a polite, upright stature, and gives a uh, gives a respectful nod. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that he would say anything other than that, because I know. So she kind of watches Jared painfully straighten up and try to look like he's not in pain, and she mm-hmm. goes, "I can offer you some lodging as well if you need it." Jared, at first, would look as though he's about to reject the offer. Then I, I think he would kind of, like, cogs would kind of turn in his head. I don't think they're going to let me stay at the Thorn much longer. That's probably a decent, decent idea. She chuckles a little. And uh, she says, if you need a room, it's yours. Jared would uh, nod once more. I think I'll take you up on that. So she sends for another little, excuse me, another one of her girls. <laughs> I've that was that a word night. mush. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's like. Hey, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> um, she sends for another one of her girls and has her direct Jared to a room. So all that's left is Rowan. I think at this point, Rowan picks up Briar's books goes into her chambers and is greeted with Simon. And she turns around and remembers that she has this headless guy <laughs> who follows you. <laughs> Everywhere you go, he is following. So she kind of sighs for a minute and takes his hand and says, 
Peter, go to the kitchen. You see the neck muscle move as if he understands, and he leaves. Go to the kitchen. You can tell he like bumps walls a few times because he doesn't know the layout of this place, but essentially, <laughs> it's not it's not intrusive. Uh, the girls certainly look at him. The few that are awake are concerned, but they don't say anything. She just turns around and kind of makes eye contact with them and shakes her head a little just to give them the, it's fine. <laughs> we just have a headless butler now. <laughs> so then after she's taken care of everybody, gotten Peter out of the way, she goes in, puts the books down, and the first thing she sees is Simon. So the instant the door closes, she scoops up this ghost cat as best she can and is on the floor, leaning against the door. Just done. Sobs. Thanks, Mom. Have a scene in there and out. What would you like to do? Um, Would, like, Alice's room, like, if I went up to it, would it be anyone be in there? I'm going to say it's empty. The girl hasn't taken it tonight. Uh, it's a little must, but it's not awful. Okay. Um, I'll kind of, you know, go in the room and kind of just reflect, I guess. I'm going to say Al takes a moment, looks out the window, and there's that damn poster again. Is that poster. It's the painting. It's the painting on the wall. Someone came out to the fucking slums and has painted a direct image of Matthew McFate. Matthew McFate's Marvelous Notions. Friday night presenting Albert Long. And in all this turmoil of missing your girl, of this emotional night, that anger rekindles tenfold. You have that spark again to find this man and get your answers. Even though he doesn't know what happened to Alice, one of these mysteries has to be solved. And at least you know where he's going to be. Hey guys, um, so recording these episodes were definitely a bit rough, uh, as a family and I have lost someone very close to us, and I wanted to just remember and honor him, and with that I have just kind of like some words from myself and my sister. I miss your big, beautiful heart, your deep blue eyes, and your sense of humor. Believe me when I tell you, heaven couldn't wait to get you back. Depression has many forms, and I realize, after losing you, that it's not always darkness and gloom. Most of the time, it's hidden in your infectious laugh, in your crazy smile, and in those hopes and dreams you always talked about. The last thing you said to me was 
when you get right. And we're all going to get right. And I promise I will because you always have. You already have. I love you and it's orale. I see you again. We love and we miss you. Rock the heavens. <laughs>